When you change, the relationships around you are forced to change, even if they are unwilling, even if they choose not to get help. Why? How is that possible, Keisha? Well, when you decide to walk in wellness, when you decide to start unpacking your stuff, when you decide to get healthy, you are now going to force everybody in your life to deal with a woman that is well, not a woman that is wounded. That is Keisha Wright, who is a professional life coach from Florida. Keisha has a passion for helping people become healthy so that they may thrive in their own lives. Keisha's own pain and struggle led her to open Emotional Recovery Clinic. And as owner and director of Emotional Recovery Clinic, her goal is to teach individuals to recover from the pain of trauma, toxic mindsets, and unhealthy relational patterns through individualized client-centered coaching. Keisha specializes in trauma recovery, effective awareness, and marriage regeneration. Keisha made God a promise that if he ever got her out of the living hell she was in, she would spend the rest of her life teaching others how to get out. I am so excited for you to listen in to this conversation with Keisha today and stay tuned to the very end because she has an amazing offer for all of you amazing listeners. So I want to be sure that you catch that. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. All right. Welcome, friends. Today, I have Keisha Wright with us. And Keisha is a professional life coach from Orlando, Florida. She has a passion to help people become healthy so that they may thrive in their own lives. Yes. And her own personal pain and struggle is actually what led her to open her emotional recovery clinic. So as owner and director of the clinic, her goal is to teach individuals how to recover from the pain of trauma, those toxic mindsets and unhealthy relational patterns. And she does this through client-centered individualized coaching. So I want to talk with Keisha today because it is such an important topic about talking about trauma, talking about un, um, undealt with trauma. Yes. And so Keisha, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to chat with you today. Well, thank you so much. I am so excited for this morning. I'm glad to be here. Great. I'm so happy to have you. Now, you have this sentence that struck me um, when I was reading over your bio. It, I really want to give you some time to talk about it because I believe that this is like a pivotal part in your story it is uh -huh. what it sounded like to me. You said, 
I made God a promise. If he ever got me out of the living hell, I would spend the rest of my life teaching others how to get out. Absolutely. Can you just take a few minutes to share your story and what brought you to where you are now with this emotional recovery clinic? Yes, absolutely. So I was just a regular, I was a regular stay-at-home mom. It was, my life was very boring when I say that, just it was not nearly as what it is right now. And so I was a regular stay-at-home mom, a lot, probably a lot like a lot of your listeners. My kids were in private Christian school. Uh, We went to a church that heavily supported our school. Like I had the bubble. We lived in Southwest Florida in in a nice gated community. And, you know, I had my Thursday morning Bethmore Bible study. You know, I was a part of mom's partner in prayer at the school. Like I, it was just my life was centered around my my children. And so I, I was a very mundane kind of a, a boring life. Uh, my husband was working for a Fortune 500 company and he was a consultant. So this was, you know, 11, 12 years ago, obviously prior to COVID, he traveled a lot. And mm-hmm. so he was pretty much gone Sunday evenings uh to thursday nights and Mm. embarrassingly enough i loved it i enjoyed the travel like i loved it i I, it was it was kind of like i was a i had so much freedom kind of like a single mom with not the single mom you know financial restraints and then we got to playhouse on the weekend and it was great and you know I, i didn't realize how um i had grown comfortable with the un- that unhealthy part of my marriage, right? We, and when I had our, our, our issues, I'm not saying that we had this amazing, perfect marriage and we had our bumps in the road, but it wasn't major stuff. It wasn't the major things, so I thought. And so uh, one particular week, the week, I always say this to my mom. So this is a, a mom listening audience, a lot of them. So they understand. It was the week before the first day of school. Okay, so that just kind of puts it in the perspective. He said, hey, um, I got to go run over the other coast and I got to do some work. Do you and the kids want to come? And what that equaled in my mama brain is big company paying for a very nice hotel and they're going to take some of these expenses and we get to swim in a nice pool and I'll do some things during the day, children's museums, and and we get to have a really nice expensive dinner with daddy for four or five nights a week. Yes, we will go. And so we did that, had a great time, came back, drove back home. And so this is um, the night before the first day of school. All right. So my mamas understand what that means. So we're like trying to do the, you know, showers and stuff early and get him to bed. And so Antoine had to fly out. I had a girlfriend that was supposed to come bring my mail. And I'm on the phone with my husband and my doorbell rings at nine o'clock at night. The night before the first day of school, my kids are in bed because mamas know 830, they got to be in bed. And oh, yeah. so, and so um, Antoine, looking back on it, was probably trying to tell me something, but the doorbell rang and I said, my girlfriend's here, which is odd. She was one of those backdoor kind of friends, never rang the doorbell. And um, I said, I got to go by. And that was a word in a sentence. And I opened my front door and there was a man there. Nine o'clock at night, I'm standing in my PJs and he asked for my husband by name and said, "Is An- I'm looking for Antoine. And I thought that was odd. And my brain knew what to say. My mouth did not. And I said, he's not here. 
And that is the beginning of the end of my what was normal world. And so I realized after some time, the man standing on my front porch was a pimp. And the lady standing down my driveway was a prostitute. And I didn't realize that my conservative Christian husband was leading a double life. Um, I wasn't able, I'll be honest, to put those pieces of the puzzle together at that time. I don't have a photographic memory. I remember a cell phone being handed to me. I remember taking almost like pictures in my brain because I was able to almost recite verbatim these text messages between my husband and these people. Um, and I, I didn't understand what was happening. They handed me some pictures, nothing explicit or inappropriate, just my husband looking like he was walking. It was taken from up high. And so he was walking to a, a rental car that we had on the other coast. And I just didn't know what was happening. And so my world, as I knew it, was really falling apart. Um, Antoine and I were putting the best Christian counseling that we could find, afford at that time. And it really didn't work for me. I was getting worse. I, I wasn't understanding what was taking place. The trauma that happened, those counselors and psychologists. So girls, anytime you go to counseling and they bring other people in, you're in trouble. I didn't realize that. And so they said, Keisha, because of the trauma that has taken place, you cannot make a legal decision for six months. I really do believe looking back on it, that was God's way of kind of holding me in a place. And, and I was okay with that. I was like, I can make his life a living hell for six months. Put me in. I'll do that. Um, reconciliation wasn't even in my vocabulary. I was just going to buy time until we could be done. Um, but God had another plan. Um, I was in counseling for several months and I remember asking my counselor, peppering him with questions on how to heal. And he really didn't have answers. A lot of times counseling is just a talked out process, not a taught process. Um, and I say that a lot. And so I remember asking him on one of the sessions, Antoine and I were together on like, how long is this going to take before I start to feel better? <laughs> Working on this marriage is not on my radar, but I, me feeling better is top on the list, right? And I remember David getting really excited because he could answer that question. And he says, I can answer that. It's going to take you about three to five years before you begin to feel better. And Michelle, it's like someone sucked all the oxygen out of the room. I, I, I couldn't believe what I just heard. Three to five years. I can imagine. And I was like, he doesn't have three to five years to live. And I'm not taking three to five years to get better. Like I, I had already planned it out in my head. That was just too long. I would love to tell your audience that I dove into God's word and I fasted and I prayed and I, that all what was I thought was inside of me was coming out of me. And that is so, I, nothing can be further from the truth than that. I, I, I did none of that. I was livid with God. I was angry. I didn't necessarily blame him in one sense, but I did in another sense. Like, why could you not have given me a clue? Like, really, a hooker rings your doorbell. Like, why couldn't I have had a note, a text, a kiss on the collar? Like, where were my clues along the way? And I was done with God. 
I was, I turned my back will like just in arrogance being done with him. And so the sentence that you were talking about in the midst of my, I'm done with God moment, I made him a promise that if he ever got me out of the living hell I was living in, I would spend the rest of my life teaching someone else how to get out because I knew it wasn't because this counselor was going to teach me something. I knew it wasn't something that I was going to be digging in his word and looking and finding. So I knew it was him leading me out of the hell that I was, that I was living out. And so I say all the time, Keisha was done with God. The amazing thing was God wasn't done with Keisha. And so I begin searching for these tools and this crazy lady entered my life and made a comment that if I understand your husband were in the first 10 years of your marriage, but if you don't deal with the hurt, pain, and bitterness in your life, you're going to ruin the rest of your life. And she began pushing me and asking me all kinds of questions. And I did not know that that was going to formulate to what is known now as emotional recovery. So I, um, God had a plan. And what I do now is I teach women We've let the guys in twice and they don't want to go home. So I have to, I have to change my, my verbiage there. But my, for 12 years, I've taught women how to heal from hurt, pain, and trauma in their life. I love that so much because, and I love what she said to you because it's really, that was another pivotal moment as well. Yes. You say, you know, Absolutely. you have a choice to make. Yeah. You have a choice to make. We all have a choice to make with the hand that we're dealt and you know, that could have destroyed your life. It could have obviously destroyed your children's life, but yes. look at what God did with it. Absolutely. Look at what God did with it because of that step of obedience that you took. In arrogance, like total, yeah. not out of surrender. Yeah. But just like, really, you could, here, here I am, do something yeah. with this attitude. Which is the beauty of it, right? Like God can use that. I and mean, he understands the human emotion he created Absolutely. us. Absolutely. So he understands the anger, the fear, the worry, the stress, the, the like beyond frustration and just giving up. He gets all of that. And he's like, just bring it, bring it to me because Absolutely. I will make something beautiful from this. I will, you know, beauty from ashes. It's so, so vital that we do allow God to just work on us in his way, his timing, but that we don't completely shut the door a hundred percent. There was a little glimmer that you had and he went with that glimmer. Absolutely. All we need is a little glimmer. Um, not that he wouldn't also, you know, work his way into our lives if we had completely shut the door on him, because I believe that he never leaves us. He is always with us. We're the ones that move. Um, but I love what she said to you because some things that I do talk with my clients about um, is how we have to go backwards in order to go forwards. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. We have to deal with the past in order to heal for our future. Mm -hmm. And as hard as it is, as excruciating as it is, it is completely necessary for true healing of our soul. It really is. Yes. And I completely understand. I get it myself. I had to do the deep intentional work myself um, before I was really 
fully able to exhale, to be honest, to fully take that deep breath and that full exhale and be like, okay, like now I see a shift, like something is changing. I don't feel stuck in that bondage anymore because Satan wants to keep us in that bondage and our own personal bondage. Um, but it, you know, I was resistant at first and I'm sure you hear that a lot. So I absolutely, I hear that all the time. Not only that I say, unless you deal with the pain of the past, you can't deal with the problems in the present. You will repeat what you don't repair. You will become a prisoner of your past because that is what you know. That's what you know. And oftentimes when women come into the clinic, they are, they, I love it. They're narrow focused. Like I want to deal with my husband or I want to deal with the, you know, rejection that I feel from my mother or, or, or whatever it is. And that's great. And we let them start there because that's all they do. But I believe with all my heart, the enemy doesn't get a new bag of tricks and he allows the crime scene to be changed. He allows the characters to be changed, but he only runs certain plays on us over and over again. Why? Because he's been successful and we haven't stopped and checked ourselves out of life to see, okay, wait, what's his playbook? How is he, you know, I I use the scripture all the time. God tells us to do what? Stand on guard. We are to stand on guard. But if we don't know how we're being attacked, what are we guarding? Right. We now are not on guard. We now have become a target, yeah. not a guard. And so it's important to go back and it's important to start unpacking and seeing, um, you know, his schemes on our life. Well, why do you feel like it's so difficult for Christian women, especially because my audience is Christian uh, yes. predominantly, why do you feel like it's so difficult for Christian women to go backwards and deal with their traumatic memory, you know, or that memory that keeps playing that loop? I know it for me, it was really hard. Like I, I kept having this memory pop up for my entire life. Let's just yes. say my entire life, this one specific memory kept popping up and I would, it would trigger me so bad. And it would just like, you know, the sweats, the shakes, all of that. And I would just keep swallowing it down, swallowing it down and just ignoring it until I finally dealt with it. You know, God had been working on me for many years prior before I was ready. And Mm -hmm. when I was ready, I jumped in with two feet. And then only then was that memory, that memory doesn't trigger me anymore. I can think of it but I don't get the, the physical symptoms, the signs of the anxiety, the stress, the fear, the whatever that I was feeling before sure. I don't anymore. So, sure. you know, I know how hard it was for me, but in your experience, why is it so hard for us to do that deep dive? Okay. So I'm going to be a little super, super honest, and I'm going to be a, probably a little bit untraditional and, and, and step on some toes perhaps. Okay. But here we go. So I always tell people and give them a quick commercial before it hurts. Okay. So by and large, our Christian community applauds the mask. I agree with you a hundred percent. And they applaud applaud the mask and they applaud. Oh, she, that's fine. Yes. Oh yeah. We, we applaud it. We applaud the stuffing. We we mask it as, oh, we're, we're giving it over to Jesus. 
And this is how it looks because she's able to pop on the mask and say all the right things to say because she's born again. We give the facade of because Jesus is in our life, we have it all together. And that is what the church has become. And I am really on a mission to change that perspective. You know, I, I even say in the clinic, like, why can't we come to each other if we're the body and say, hey, I'm, I'm having a hard time. A, a hooker came to my house last night. Like I could not formulate that sentence. It was not going to be well accepted. It, but, but why? Because it was so important for us to image protect right. and for acceptance purposes. And I, and I, and people, my girls laugh in the clinic and I said, and that's what a Southern Baptist called an unspoken prayer request. Right. That's, okay. a, that's exactly what I was thinking. So, uh, you know, why? why? Because in James, it says, confess your sins one to another so you can be what? Healed. No, but, you know? Yes. But I think there's also that fear because there's yeah. that knowing that your prayer request may not stay within the four walls. And between that person and God, there's a distrust of the body of Christ because let's face it, gossip, clicks, all of that like is rampant in the church. But here's the thing. If we took a different position, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I just met with a pastor's wife and and she heard um, my story week. We travel all over the country and do these meet and greets and people get to come and do a free mini masterclass. And she was there and she said, Keisha, I have a question because Antoine was with me at that particular event. And she said, how, how do you, how do you tell the dirtiest part of your life and your, your husband's like, have you ever thought about how it makes him feel or, and I said, I really took that scripture to heart. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. None. And we walk as if that is true. And d- in the flesh, does it hurt? Sure. In the flesh, have I had people make comments and all this? Sure. But I choose to walk outside the flesh. And when I step into the spirit, then I know that it says in Revelations 12, 11, I believe, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they love not their life even unto death. And that death, we sit and we think, you know, well, that's a physical death. But what about the death of pride in our, our, our name and what other people think? Yeah, I love that. That is so true. And I think that is so important, too, that, you know, again, to have that confidence in who you are as a daughter of Christ, who you are. Um, in him and whose you are, I think that gives us a little bit more boldness um, mm-hmm. to really believe the word that he tells us. You know, um, I just, but I, like it takes I be- time. I believe it has to be taught. Yeah. You have to be taught how to do that. Yeah. You, you have to be that. That's a taught 
process, not a talked out process. And so I, I feel like you have to, someone has to teach you how to do that because we're not just born knowing that. Right, exactly. And so, you know, I'm thinking of the woman listening that um, maybe she she knows that she knows she has to deal with some unresolved trauma. She knows mm-hmm. that she's got to deal with some stuff in her life that it has halted her. It's kept her stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe this is the right time. Kids are out of the house, empty nest. Maybe this is the right time, but her spouse may not be really willing to, or be receptive to Mm -hmm. going to counseling. If it's something marital, or even if it's just, you know, that support, um, while she's walking through her journey, what about the woman who feels like she's really on her own Island, just kind of drowning in her own emotions? What would you say to somebody like her. My favorite, you just touched on like, this is what gets me out of bed in the morning. Okay. If I could just teach one thing and I could camp out there forever and ever and ever, it would be the point that the question that you're asking right now, my absolute favorite thing to teach women is when you change the relationships around you are forced to change, even if the other person doesn't. I love teaching that. And why? Okay, so I'm going to say that again really slow. When you change, the relationships around you are forced to change, even if they are unwilling, even if they choose not to get help. Why? How is that possible, Keisha? Well, when you decide to walk in wellness, when you decide to start unpacking your stuff, when you decide to get healthy, you are now going to force everybody in your life to deal with a woman that is well, not a woman that is wounded. See, this whole time they've been dealing with a wounded woman. Once you get well, we are forcing them to deal with a woman that's well, and it will change the relationship because 50% of the relationship now is different, even if they choose not to do anything else. I love teaching women how to start responding to life circumstances opposed to reacting to them. And so if I could spend forever and ever and ever just teaching that point, I believe that is so pivotal. Congratulations. You no longer need your husbands to fix your relationships. All you have to do is get well. And the way you were, you will, what will come out of you is wellness, not woundedness. I resonate so much with that, Keisha, because as, as a health coach, like I focus on mind, body, soul, spirit, and, yes. you know, we have to put God first yes. for true healing. And I agree the same thing. You know, we don't need other people to become whole because Jesus makes us whole. We just have to be ready to do that intentional work on yes. ourselves. Yes. And so I love that. And I want one more thing. I know we're running out of time, but one more thing I really want to talk about is don't you feel as mamas that when we do our deep intentional work on ourselves, doesn't that have lasting benefits to our adult children or our children? I mean, I talk mostly, most of my listeners have adult children, grandchildren, Doesn't that also impact them in a positive way without even saying a word? 
Absolutely. 100%. So we're going to talk real quick about the, like I, I call this in the clinic, I call it, we're going to talk about PP for a little bit. Okay. Two Ps. You can parent out of your poverty. You set, so parenting out of your poverty, that's the first P. The second is you can't bury pain. You can't bury it. You can't bury it deep enough in your heart. You can't bury it in the ground. You have to walk through that. So as you get healthy, what comes out of you? It's not your, it's not, because so many times as moms, I want better for my children than I had for myself. That's backwards. We have to we have to get well because we can't pour out of an empty bucket. What we're pouring out is our poverty, right? And so we can't do that. And so if most of your mamas are empty nesters, I'm going to, you're, oh my gosh, it's too late. I, my kids are gone. I can't not. Make, it is. No, one day is a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. The amazing thing. And I watch this in the clinic all the time is God loves us so much. He allows us to go back and rewrite history. It's amazing that you can do that because you, these children are going to see a change in their mama and they're going to figure out like, wait, what's going on with you? This wasn't my mama before, but I am magnetically drawn to what's going on in you. I agree. And I think that's a great place to end this session. I'm definitely going to have you back. Um, Before we do leave, though, could you leave just one quick win, like a treasured truth to my listeners? And it might even be that. It might just be that very thing that you just said. If there's one thing that I can leave is ask yourself, am, do, do I want, like, do I want to be well? Some people don't want wellness. They just want to, to, to be okay. And, and so there's a difference. I teach this all the time. There's a difference between being well and being right. And so ask yourself the question, am I well? And if I'm not, do I want to be well? And once you have decided wellness is what you want, then I I invite you to go on a healing journey. As some people think, well, I am well, Keisha. And I said, okay, all right, come close. Let me press on those wounds. Just like Jesus said, come touch. What if I touch this, is pain going to come out? Right? Or if I touch this, is 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 life going to come out? And for some of those, I, I, I say this because sometimes I walk in the clinic and I touch pain points in people and I get nothing. Numbness doesn't equal wellness. Right. Numbness does not equal. So if you can no longer feel, that's a clue that you're still not well. You've just put lidocaine on the pain. That's all you've done. That's so right. find someone that can touch those pain points to see is, are they scars or are they undercover wounds in your life? That's beautiful. It's so true. It's it's that, that going inward, that thought provoking, that time alone with Jesus to ask, you know, those hard questions and be really mm-hmm. intentional about mm-hmm. that. I mean, yes. because that's a starting point. Do I want to be well? Do I want to be well? Yeah. Do I want to be well? Do I want to be healed? Do I want to carry this bag of baggage around with me for the rest of my life? 
Absolutely. So, yeah. I think that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. And I am so excited, Keisha, that you are now part of Soul Wind TV. Oh my gosh. It was, you know, uh, it was definitely, I, I could see God's fingerprints definitely all over that. I am super excited. I can't wait to see what this new adventure is. And um, I, I look forward to it. Absolutely. It's going to be so great. Okay. I know you have clinics around that you do a couple, you said four times a year you do clinics. Oh gosh. No, my women's clinics, we do about 10 um, oh, great. a year. Yeah. So we, we do, we just turned a nonprofit status. So we're in a little bit of a transition, transitional period, but I do want to offer something to your listeners. Okay. Sure. So if any of your listeners decide that this, they want, they want to get well, I want to offer a $250 scholarship to come to one of our clinics. Okay. So that's going to be open-ended. Oh, and I don't normally, I normally just do 250 for the next clinic. Okay. But I love what you're doing. Okay. And so I know that you are, you are really speaking truth. And so for any listener, all you have to do is reach out to us and say, Hey, listen, I heard you on Michelle's podcast. $250 will be yours. We'll do it open-ended. And um, so it, when you come into the clinic, I'll just tell you it's four days. So it's a Thursday evening through a Sunday brunch. It's all inclusive. All your meals are catered. You work with my recovery team. You work with myself. Uh, we rent these gorgeous vacation homes. I check you out of life and I teach you how to heal. So I would love to offer that gift to um, any of your, your listeners. That is so generous. Thank you so much, Keisha. What a pleasure. Will you come back on the show later? Would love to. This went by way too fast. I love what you're doing. I would absolutely, absolutely. So is it okay for me to leave a contact number? Is that okay? Yes, actually, I'm going to have all of my information, your information in my show notes. Um, right. But if you want to spout off your number right now, you can do that. All right. So if you have questions, I remember wanting to know where is 911 when my life is falling apart. Okay. So it costs you absolutely nothing to take down this number and call this number or text this number because we want to be that for its hands and feet. It's me keeping my promise to God. All right. So it's 239 333 8601. Again, it's 239 333 8601. Call or text this number. Um, just say you heard me on Michelle's podcast. And you just need to talk to someone. Um, I love that. That is so beyond generous, Keisha. Thank you so much, Keisha. That was wonderful. You are so um, welcome. I have so enjoyed this. We will get you back again. And have, have an amazing day. You do the same. Thanks. Uh, wasn't that so good? I really pray that this was encouraging for you and that it brought you hope that you too can do the hard but yet necessary work to begin recovering from your trauma, really no matter how long you have been battling it. I greatly encourage you to seek out Keisha and the work she is doing at her emotional recovery clinics and take advantage of her generous offer of $250 off of any of her four-day clinics. Friend, living your life caring for others well and putting yourself on the back burner physically or emotionally or both is not truly caring for yourself. It's not truly loving yourself. So this is the perfect time with Mother's Day coming up to gift yourself with allowing God to heal you emotionally so that you can fully and truly move on in confidence and freedom. 
then when you tackle the physical stuff that you are wanting to change, you are actually better equipped to be successful. So if you have done that deep dive into healing from your emotional trauma and you feel healed from that, but you do want some support for your physical health, for the month of May, I am offering a special discount on my 30-day group challenge. This is where you can take 30 days to fully gift yourself with focusing on caring for yourself nutritionally and making specific lifestyle changes that will really help your energy just soar. When was the last time you felt like you had long-lasting energy? You really can reduce inflammation, release that toxic weight, and reclaim your whole health. But it all begins with you saying yes to yourself. So hey, grab a girlfriend or a family member to join in with you for additional accountability. That is a great way to do this group challenge. So in this group challenge, you get your own private initial 30-minute consultation where we are discussing your health goals, explaining the detox, how the SHAPE anti-inflammatory program with the group support can help you to reach your goals. And I like to take a deep health history and baseline your analysis to help customize the program to your specific needs. Now, weekly group meetings are going to really help with that extra support. And of course, you get that bottle of shape drops, a patient guidebook, your weekly year analysis with customized recommendations based on what we see. All of the group meetings are going to be on Zoom and they will be recorded. If you are not able to catch it, you will be able to get the replay. But if you are local, then yes, absolutely reach out. I would love to help support you in person with a group. So get a bunch of girlfriends together and let's really take 30 days to truly focus on yourself, maybe for the first time in a really, really long time. So I want to leave you with this verse to ponder over today. Hosea 4, 6. It says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Father, give us wisdom and discernment as we seek you for our whole health. Be the voice behind us saying, this is the way, walk in it. We love you and it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you found value in today's episode, share with a friend and consider going to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a five-star review. This does help other women just like you find the show and Treasured Wellness can also be found on Soulwind TV and Christian Mix 106. All of the links are in the show notes so you can check everything out there. Have an amazing day and remember you are a beautiful treasure.